0: a pleasant good morning to all and sundry sundry and all as you know the morning is that time of the day before anything goes to shit, and i am just wishing you the sentiment and the promise of that part of the day regardless of the time that this may be coming to you and thank you so much and sincerely for listening today would be a freelance rant to the end degree I'm always inspired by the newspaper, but the truth is, I'm inspired by what this, by having the privilege to bring something like this to you. And it's really humbling. But today, I could not knit thoughts together in terms of a show. And uh, Richard's rants did begin with random voice notes and random thoughts. So I'm not sure if it is because of I'm um, eating a lot of my vegetables these days or if it is I'm eating a lot of veggies to be healthy to deal with work. But if it is or maybe it's something else or maybe it's aging have a big day coming up. In less than a month. So, but I found myself thinking about love or kindness, what it means and what it doesn't mean. It's not the first time that my mind has strayed there. It's a very much a recurring theme and topic. But in this case, I wondered if to love somebody is really what we are taught it to be. In the sense that I'll love you forever. I will never tell you a lie. I would never hurt you. I'll always be there for you. I'll be your everything. Your alpha, your omega, your confidant, your friend, your lover. The older I get, the more I think that to love someone is subjective and uh, a lot of us fall in love with someone else before we have fallen in love with ourselves. Your hormones are there, you get your first person as a teen and then sometimes you stay with that person forever or you get some heartbreaks, but your brain hasn't fully developed as yet to even process the pain and what you're feeling. Love is a drug, and when it goes wrong, you're actually going through withdrawal symptoms of an actual drug, and your poor brain can process that. And then you fall in love in your 20s, and it could be sheer fear that you commit fear of experiencing that pain again, fear of being alone. But when you get through to later on, to your 30s, you develop a love for yourself and a contentment and a sense of pride and acceptance that is unparalleled. And you realize that you can't even be everything to yourself you can't even satisfy all of your needs and with great humility you no longer try to be everything to someone else a lot of marriages become disillusioned in the 30s and people stay together because of their children but so um, if you make it to you, after your brain has developed I think that your outlook on love changes completely, and you understand that love hurts in a big way. It is messy, it is complicated, and it is confusing. And because you love yourself, you tend to value your own time and mental energy your own emotions and your own feelings. As such, you don't allow yourself to be that vulnerable to someone else unless you have actually deemed that they are worth the pain. So you no longer are trying to get a meet, throwing out lyrics, talks, wearing something sexy to see what you get. you actually interviewing persons. It's a different mindset. And you're quite comfortable and you don't expect there's a John Legend song where he says love me now because I don't know who's gonna kiss you when I'm gone so I'm gonna love you now like it's all I have I know it will kill me when it's over so I'm gonna love you now and he talks about it doesn't matter how hard we try to turn darkness into light turn evil to good we could still feel. But we have now. And that's the kind of mature, you know, love song. As opposed to like a Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown. How I'm going to breathe with no air. That's how it feels when I know you in there. Tell me how I'm going to breathe with no air. No, no, you'll breathe just fine. Settle yourself in. Out. Yeah? Relax. You're good. So... It also means that the persons closest to you are the persons that can damage you the most. And you have to be willing to be okay with dying by that person, I think. I think that when you get that kind of love, that kind of feeling... You kind of reside to yourself, well, if this person had a murder me, I figure is a good reason, you know. That kind of trust, it's interesting. And you lie and omit because you know the difference. You know that you don't need to know everything. You don't need to know every single thing. And this is what you can handle. And this is what you cannot. Or this is what I don't want to deal with you handling. Because I don't like the way you handle it. And it's not going to take away from the quality of our relationship. As a matter of fact. It would take away from the quality. If I disclose it. It's kind of like in business. You don't try to close a sale by going through the myriad of possibilities that can go wrong you talk about the purpose of the contract now the truth of the fact is if you go and you expose your fufuna to these terms and conditions that's are they go bite you in your ass but if it is you do what you're supposed to do everything will be copacetic so I found myself thinking on that, and why don't people lie for the benefit of loved ones? Why don't they, you know, just maintain that kind of a situation? Because it's not what we are taught. And then I look at, I could look at things logically. But love and logic don't necessarily go together. Or you can look at things in different parts of the world where people are not monogamous or where people have arranged marriages and it works for them. So in light of the mind and the previous rants where we talk about do we actually have a choice or is it genetic or are we programmed? you have to wonder if we are and if we don't have that natural instinct to know how to love and how to treat with we put a lot of unfair expectations on each other to be perfect to each other entire marriages okay entire marriages are dissolved completely because of a mistake or a trust um, i don't know i think we ought to be with the person that we are okay being angry with that we are okay being able to hurt us that we are okay being able to frustrate us that makes us smile that you trust completely to the point where you know if they have to kill you, it's for a good reason. You hope they don't, but if they do, ah, such is life. And uh, I was thinking about how stupid people are that just because you don't get what you want or what you think you react violently there's self-preservation that i'm always right because if i'm wrong it means i can make a mistake and die i think it's all right for us to have the inclination and to have the thoughts but it's not all right to keep acting on them because at some point we should become emotionally mature and just know better In other words, I think we should settle with fucking self. Like, pipe all the way down. You know, just dial it back to even keel. Yeah, I mean, we just go from 0 to 60 and we really don't need to go past 30. Just stop it. And uh, look at the bigger picture. I always say, think of yourself as an individual and as a part of the whole. But also think about how your action now, where the ripple effect would be. The Bible says that you have power in the tongue. What you talk is what you create. And it's not that complex, you know. It's not like, you know. Or maybe it is and we just didn't unlock that part of the brain. But it's not dramatic like when God said, let there be light and the sun appeared. It is just that if it is you go to your friend and you say something like, do say I say but the boss say he gonna fire you. You would have created that because your friend trusts you and then they will start to get nervous and fuck up. And yeah, it's as simple as that. So you just think about... What does lie or what does omission or confession or good faith, what effect would it have beyond my desire to do it and my own justification? And you'll need to keep certain things to yourself for the benefit of those that you say that you love and for the greater good. You have to use your discretion. For example, a judge used her discretion, and I was proud of her, Dude get charged for trafficking because the law is once you have an illegal drug beyond a certain quantity, bada bing, bada boom, you're trafficking. So he got hold since he was 16. He now defaults on the payment, and the terms and conditions are worse than courts, the devil's door. If it is you... Uh, if it is you miss a payment, you're going in jail. Lock up. So he missed a payment, you know, Corona Chronicles. And the judge was like, well, you know, the law changed and things since then. So if it is I upgrade you to the new law, you will be in so much shit. So here is the scene, right? He's 37 years old. You're paying this thing since you was 19. You was a good boy. I'm going to keep you at the last rate. You're going to relax yourself and you're going to pay it off in the next couple months. You give you a new plan. Alright, scene. And that was that. And the judge that all her I's and she crossed all her T's. She spoke at length as to why she did what she did. She compared it back to the law. She had her own Richard Rant in the courtroom. And, uh, you know, she handled this scene really nice. Really, really nice. And she even took care to make sure that this is not set as precedent. But you know who didn't handle the scene really, really nice? A Catholic priest. And I believe the story of the bat because the security guard said that how it is she was working with the company for all of these years and she never even get as much as a warning letter, but all of a sudden she get fired. What do you get fired for, jungle lungs? Because the priest say that you know she creating a scene and she rude and disrespectful and he feeling unsafe and whatever have you. So what she say is that she catch the priest doing carnal things and i assume that is with females this time because she said that the priest even asked her to sniff her panties and that when the lights went down and the moon came out and it was dark at night she would see the priest's angels coming and she wouldn't make no scene she would just let them come in because she know who they are that is not her business and she tell the priest you do not fuck with me I ain't go fuck with you and the priest fuck with she and I believe her because I don't see what benefits she have to jumping out with her priest really and I always had a problem with that whole celibacy thing you know because well by now you figure out that I like you know sexy things and it's like you have this awesome toy that your parent buy for you and you want to keep it in the box because you love your parent you could imagine after i slave my ass at twenty something dollars or when i buy a toy for you and you i will beat you with the toy and then apologize and say daddy love you but you will get some blicks with the toy so I don't know. I figured I saw God would feel. And then on top of that, now Jamaica, and I so glad I know they. I don't know how them people does exist. They're so aggressive. Oh, all the food, all the music, they're just so aggressive. They have a weekend lockdown. Who does that? And if Rowley, anyway, Rowley could probably do it. Just go trying that that. and just do silent minketing but do you when it is you finish first no I mean, it's so thing to me i don't know how would i would have survived but basically your tonton had to be inside from noon on saturday until monday at 5 a.m noon on saturday till monday at 5 a.m and during the week you have up until eight o'clock to reach home to curb the spread of corona and I am wondering if it is we are worth saving. Maybe it's time to just unleash the beast and let the hood be cull. If that's the correct term, the culling of the hood. You know, Darwinism and stuff. I mean, of course I will feel that type of way. I know they could play this in my funeral if I get it. As long as it have an afterlife, I'll actually chuckle. But I maintain that we are supposed to be learning to live with Corona. Not as though it's just passing true. I don't understand. It's not a hurricane. It's something that shares the planet with us. I don't know. But that's what they're doing. So, I, I don't know. That's all I could say I mean I understand why but I just and then remember too they would have opened up the borders to tourism and now they haven't spread and so they're containing it uh, and the borders still open if it is you want to take a flight you could very much go it a few hours or not but like I say I don't know Bermuda actually want to take the parental approach, something that is very much common in the Caribbean where we don't treat people as adults. We it is hereditary from the plantation where you have Massa and as such, it still states. So Bermuda government said that Bermudians being naughty, naughty and a few people not complying and everybody had to suffer. So, you know, like when mommy come home and everybody get licks. so that is what going on in bermuda so you know as i don't know i just over the whole situation and then on top of that or underneath it or below on the side i notice that rbc bank all of a sudden they opening a new financial solution center and they only doing that because scotia, scotia has one whereby you go in and you sit down you take a number you get some Wi-Fi the only thing they do have is somebody saving a little tea and coffee and I mean if it is you're stealing somebody idea you might as least do that but that's just the unscrupulousness of business they see it they allow you to test it it's working now they're copying it I don't know I just find as humans we just Do a lot of shit for no reason, a lot of protocol, a lot of paper, a lot of checks and balances, all to just be mediocre. Come up with your own thing. Put something in place that if you come up with something and it fail, you know, whatever consequence. But your whole institution, aka the bank of finances, is designed to mitigate and minimize, if not completely eliminate, risk. And where risk is to be had, it must be justified. So, just mediocrity, you know? And shameless disgust and pretentiousness. And then, well, I'm in my own business, and I see on my phone the Bad music playing, and this gentleman dead in a standing coffin on an old beat-up truck driving through Porterspin. So lo and behold nobody know who the guy is lo and behold there's an entire article in the paper so that made me wonder if it is for you to get recognized as a murder victim because he was murdered as a man if you need to stand up in your debt stand up and be counted because this make papers and he full article I thought I was reading about a woman and he is a karate champion for under 17 he was an athlete and somebody just come in the house and now he is the subject of this rant and well not a whole rant just this piece oh he didn't even get a whole rant but he don't know me He's in business he'll be all right so um he died gunman shooter no motive no nothing and then I became annoyed because the entire article was about a funeral home that I would not mention. And how was the second time they stopped traffic because they had a f- casket with the guy who was sitting. And now they have this one with the guy standing. And, you know, this funeral home is the shit. So I was like, wow, this is a national athlete. And only actually had room in the article to talk about the funeral home. I don't know no. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know anymore. And uh, that's the reason for the rant, because I don't know. And these were just my disjointed thoughts of the day. I do hope that they inspired you to, you know, just be a little bit better, to think about maybe how you're dealing with corona. Think about the future, think about the present, think about how you want to live or not. Think about if you want to go into Jamaica and maybe get a plan. Um, Think about discretion and how you exercise your duties, your responsibilities, and just do the best that you can. So if you like the vibe, please subscribe and comment towards our mutual betterment. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Richard's Rant. Vibes.